Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to our anniversary episode. This is year two. We've completed two years as of yesterday, actually. It's the third. That is our anniversary. But... Right. Yeah, we're toddlers now. <laughs> Terrible twos. Yeah, I was just going to say that. What's that going to look like? Strap yourselves in, folks. Um, <laughs> we are super excited to do this. We are doing a very unique format for this episode. Um, not like what we're going to talk about. I think it's going to be similar to our previous anniversary episode. But mm-hmm. we have this element where we are also simultaneously live streaming the recording of this episode. Yeah, which is really exciting. I like, I just want hello to everybody. Can I do that? Yeah, hi. Like, every, hello to, okay, come here, chat. It's, it won't let me scroll it. If I miss you, I'm so sorry. Yes. It won't let me. I'm seeing a lots of congrats for the anniversary, lots of highs, lots of putting faces to our voices. Yes. Um, you guys are awesome. I'm trying to catch up on episodes while I'm at work. I'm so glad you can listen to us at work. I love listening to, to podcasts at work. Hi, I was Connor. just listening to a bunch of podcasts today to work on research for our next true crime or my true crime story that's coming up next week. Um, not that I was like, if my boss is listening, I was working while listening to it. (laughs) (laughs) I just like was absorbing the information while working, multitasking. (laughs) I unfortunately can't do that because it's phone calls. Yes. All day that I take, but I have been, I've been doing a naughty. I've been, I, I was not wanting to watch. I didn't want anything to do with it. I got sucked into it thanks to TikTok. But um, I've had the the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial going. Oh yeah, off to the side, like with the sound off, and then like between calls, like I'll do 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 get the volume up just to be like. And I know there's so many more like important things going on in the world. I feel like an idiot for watching it, but at the same time, it's oh no. You're okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like looking at the other screen. I'm like, you're fine. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. Uh, someone said they like my hair. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you, uh, you recently, like did you recently dye it again? Like it looks extra I did. vibrant. Yes. I purposely made it blue this time. I, um, ugh, I, you know, I went to the hair place and I was like, I want a color remover to like get rid of some of this. I just want this as even as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, don't worry about it. Just bleach your roots. You're covering blue with blue. It'll be fine. And I, now all I can see is I'm like, it's it's lighter up here than here. It's lighter up here than here. Oh, and that's not what I wanted because she talked me out of the color remover. She's like, do a bleach bath. And I'm like, that's not what I wanted. Well, it's I... a Virgo thing. It's a Virgo. That's all I see as a Virgo. <laughs> so I. But the Gemini um, in me was like, it's fine. I didn't put on any sort of Gemini face for you guys today. Um, however, I you did to. dress to impress for this live. So I decided to put a skirt on and then I started this and I realized you guys can't see my skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, just my white tank. <laughs> <laughs> I did not dress to impress. I'm wearing my, <laughs> my, actually you can't see, my shirt from They Live. 
obey horror thing. Maria does look gorgeous. I do. Oh, thanks. Yes. Um. So yeah, so I um want to let people know that you know we will be discussing kind of like looking back at um our past year, our past two years, but also discussing what we're really looking forward to ahead for the podcast, things that we're going to implement, things we're really looking forward to. And of course, anyone that is joining us live, please feel free to chime in with questions Mm -hmm. or if you just want to send some love. Um, We definitely want to hear from you guys. Um, Episode ideas. Oh, yeah. Episode ideas would be great. (laughs) And, you know, we so when we're not recording, sometimes even when we are recording, we bounce ideas off each other of like, what if we did this? What if we did that? Mm -hmm. And I think we've had we've both had so much going on that like a lot of our ideas we've been like, well, we'll get to it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when we have the energy, when we find this fountain of of energy <laughs> that we're still right. looking for, we should you should do an episode about music and magic. Ooh, oh, I like that. I like that too. Because I, I there's definitely the sound component, right? And then music. Why not? Yeah, no, you know, like absolutely. sound healing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. It's like. Where's my yes um notepad. man two whole years uh it's funny because I can't believe it's already been two years at the same time I feel like I've been doing this for 10 years so <laughs> in a good way in a good way it's like when you start dating someone and you're like wow it's like I feel like I've been with you I've known you forever but it's only been like x amount of months but I can't believe it's only right? been you know it's just kind of funny um I inadvertently found a way to manifest things through songwriting. That's so cool. And I think there's something to that. I mean, that is definitely like a beautiful way to do spell casting. Yeah. You know, and that's there's there's definitely something that goes into that like chance. Obviously, there's a history there. Um, and Seder magic involves that as well mm-hmm. i'd love to elaborate please elaborate yes chris elaborate chris a music song a magic song <clears throat> is what i meant to say um so while chris is maybe typing out his elaborating <laughs> um elaboration elaborate elaboration <laughs> Laura, I'd love to hear from you what's been your favorite thing about the podcast in the last year that we've done. Honestly, it's provided a bit of consistency. Like, we've both been so busy. We've both had a lot of things going on. I'm so sorry. I'm making a lot of noise. <laughs> um, it's been something that I can count on, something that I can share, something that I can put myself into that's not stressful or anxiety inducing or anything like that. And it's, it's, I like the community. I like that I get to share with people and I like that other people are included and I just, it's like something I can count on. The community has been just incredible, really. Um, I think this year has been the 
like the biggest jump for our Patreon members. Like, yeah, it's been like a huge leap, um, which is very, very exciting. And we thank every, each and every one of our um, Patreon members. And if you guys are interested in Patreon, you do get um, extra more of us. So if you like us, you want more of us, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash the new witches. Um, and we actually have some Patreon members to shout out, I believe. Oh, yeah. Let me. Sorry, I was writing. Well, right while you're checking that, I'm going to read somebody's comment. I would love an episode on the cultural <laughs> difference. down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the cultural difference and similarities in both of your practices based on your cultural backgrounds. I'm Dominican and I'm fascinated by how lovely you both mesh. I love that. That could be cool. Like too. Yeah, uh, part absolutely. of part of our like um I think it's on our website the little, our little like blurb when we intro mm -hmm. what the uh, the podcast is about. We do highlight that we're from um, diverse backgrounds and perspectives, mm -hmm. I should say. Um, that definitely does play into, obviously, how we approach things, how we view things. Um, but at the same time, I think it's very interesting how we ha both have similarities, too, in our backgrounds. I think what's interesting is we have similarities that also branch off so much too yes like we were both raised in catholic households yes. and yet that also is what makes us complete opposites in other ways mm -hmm. yeah which is interesting totally totally thank you jay hatley and danny <laughs> yes laura is rocking oh. it and chris if you want to write an email that actually would be awesome because um Oh, yeah, Chris, definitely yeah. write an email so you can, if you don't know our email, it's just thenewwitches at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. So send us a, a message there. Um, yeah, because we can go back and forth. Yes, absolutely. Well. Absolutely. So um, anyways, where were we? Okay, so my favorite thing of the podcast in the past year... I think like this is very specific, mm -hmm. but the episode with Veronica Varlow, I think was. Oh my God. Yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah. That, that was by far, I think, top three favorite episodes that we recorded in the last year. It was, I mean, she is just such a love, like her energy. She is well, so yeah. like wise and um, knowledgeable. The book that she mm -hmm. made, um, which is it called Bohemian Magic, it's the. I mean, not only is it written beautifully, it's just a work of art. Like the graphic design yeah. of it is amazing. As a graphic designer myself, I definitely, you know, loved just all the visuals in there. Mm -hmm. It was just so beautiful. Um, it oh. really was. Chris just uh, messaged something. something. I just remembered something from the Ancestry Magic episode. You mentioned the Blood family in Groton, Massachusetts, and I actually live in one of the neighboring towns. And I wait, which one was that? The Ancestry Magic episode? 
the ancestors? Um, Groton, Massachusetts. I don't recall that. I don't recall that one. I know we've done ancestral magic, but I don't recall that specific yeah. part. There we did. You and Melanie did. Oh yeah, like that um, in the very beginning, and then yes, you we might... did ancestral uh, uh, veneration. Yes, so um, that might have been Melanie that you're talking about because I do believe that she had um, joined the show. I'll have to look back. Yeah, she had some like she had ancestry or relatives. I remember that were like in the Massachusetts area, I believe, or New England or something. Mm -hmm. It was kind of towards the beginning of when you joined the show. Oh, okay. Ooh, my pokey arrived. I just got DoorDash text. <laughs> I'm going to get a delivery from, from Gavin soon. He's going to bring it up probably. Um, episode 10. I got to say, we so we're coming up on 100 episodes. Yeah, very um, close. And that's not counting our like, listener stories. Episodes, yeah. Listener episodes. Like, we've done so many. So I do, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't always remember everything. I wish we had some schmancy like archive of our episodes with like tags so that we can just find like episodes like quickly like on the side like oh what episode that was that oh that was episode blah blah this is gonna be one of those things where we're like oh my god let's do and then we'll like make a really good plan for it and it's never gonna happen oh episode 10 so <laughs> yes that was probably with melanie that was melanie mm-hmm. which is also going to be confusing because didn't she have blue hair when you guys first <laughs> she did she totally did i i forgot about that yes yeah, and, and our cover art Spirit had her guides with, her blue, like, <laughs> with her blue hair. Let's make this funny. <laughs> Let's confuse people. <laughs> Super confuse people. And what's also kind of interesting with that is she, I don't know if she was Dutch, but she, I remember that she lived in the Netherlands. And I've never yes. lived there, but I am Dutch. <laughs> There's a lot of overlap between you guys. You also have like that, like the alternative style, like the goth and mm-hmm. it's, yeah, there's a lot of overlap. Apparently I have a type for co-hosts. <laughs> Blue hair or so, bust. <laughs> it's not, it's not as though you just, you sought me out. I, I did what I did. <laughs> yeah. You, this. you did like put yourself <laughs> forth. Um, which I was so excited about because I remember you're one of our very early listeners and one of our first yeah. Patreon members too. I was. <laughs> where I'm like, oh my God, Laura is into witchy shit. I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. And and, and then we got to talking. You mentioned how you were a Norse uh, vulva. And that's mm-hmm. when I'm like, oh, let's do the interview episode with you. That was That was super great. And that was your debut on the podcast before even being yeah, I did that officially and I was like, a co-host. <clears throat> I need this. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> yes. That was a great I, I loved that episode. Um I mean, I feel like we were both a little our I was shy. Like if you listen back yeah. to it, it's not the chemistry obviously that we have now because we know each other a lot better now doing the podcast mm-hmm. together. Um but yeah, it's just. Oh my just... god! What if we did a like? <laughs> what? This is how this works, guys. 
behind the scenes. Um, like an interview of each other. <gasps> I love that. You know what I mean? Just like, I don't, I don't know you. Let me ask all these questions about you. But like, I absolutely know you. I love that <laughs> because I love talking about myself. <laughs> if you know me, you know I love talking about myself. <laughs> It is a flaw, <laughs> but <laughs> but I own it. Okay. What's funny though is I do too, but I will never act like I do and I won't seek it out. I won't respond to it as if that's what I like to do. I get very like, yep, no, I'll give you a short answer. Secretly inside, I'm like, ask me so many more questions, please. <laughs> yes, I do love an interview. That's why I always crush it. At any sort of interview, like job interviews, I love it. I get nervous, yes, like anybody, but like mm-hmm. I love, it. I love just getting to know people. I think that's why I am so forthcoming with myself, is because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if I share, it'll encourage people to open up, and then I can connect with them. That's really how it started, and then it's just kind of over the years became this annoying habit of me just turning every topic into myself. <laughs> Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, so many more people just joined. Hi, I see all the waves. Ooh, um, Chris says, I'm trying to learn the Celtic paganism path slash Celtic witchcraft. Watchcraft. Witchcraft. Um, we still need to do an episode on that, and I've been meaning mm-hmm. to reach out to Laura O'Brien, but she has officially, like, not shut down to interviews. She's just not at a point where she's, her books aren't open. Oh, okay. So um, I either want to find another kind of outsider or not outsider, someone someone else who's, you know, just as knowledgeable. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go full on criminal. Um, But that's definitely something I want to do because it is one of those types that I think really needs someone who's heavily involved in it um, and not just you know, our research. That's, that's actually something I look forward to in this next year um, from a research standpoint of really utilizing sources better mm-hmm. to make sure that we don't end up speaking on something that where we're kind of like, well, this is what we found out. But when it comes to one of those subjects where maybe we do need to not just consult someone but have them on or something like that. Right, right. Um. Hence your, you know, when we get to it, your types of, maybe that'll be our, our, our next witchy will be your types of witch. Yes. Types of witches, Christian witches coming yeah. to an earbud near you once I and that'll write be the notes. all you. That won't be me. Yes. It's a lot of pressure. Like, <laughs> I feel like because it's Christian witches can be such a contentious topic and in my research to like further because obviously like my experience is just one perspective of being right. a Christian witch so trying to really make it a robust episode as possible to kind of cover as many perspectives um, and in my research just seeing the article like the hate articles written of like can you be a cr- Christian and a witch no <laughs> and I'm like okay close that tab <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, I would actually like to spend some time. One thing that I want to include in that episode is maybe taking the points of like the arguments that people give for like why you can't be a witch and a Christian 
and just dismantling sure. it. Just dismantling yeah. it. Because I like that. Screw you. Yes, I am. I exist. I'm a Christian witch. Hello. Um I think ooh. that'll be that'll be fun. Yes. And then I want to I want to follow it up with uh satanic witches. Yes. Ooh. I feel like if you've got to do like one swing the pendulum. The other. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it keeps I've said it so many times. I will we will cover Jewish witches as well. That's mm-hmm. something I'm excited about too. Yes. Any tips for learning tarot? I just picked up a couple books and a Rider Waite Smith deck the other day. First off, thank you for including the Smith and the Rider Waite Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, we have so many. That's actually another series that is coming this uh, following year. Is tarot? Yes. Um. Well, Which I've actually thought about like multiple perspectives on that. Us obviously presenting, you know, fact based, and um, we have we have someone in our arsenal who's like a pro at tarot. Y'all may have heard of her, Jess. <laughs> yeah, not only is she like our resident <laughs> astrologist extraordinaire, she also just fucking slays at tarot. She she truly. I always. She- enjoyed tarot it wasn't until my first reading with her that i was like mind blown i'm gonna use them all the time now yeah it, she changed my perspective um yeah but there are others out there who there is someone i would like to reach out to to come on i think specifically for tips with tarot from their perspective um I do see a comment above from Jess. If you need a good ghost story for an episode, look into Charleston, South Carolina or Savannah, Georgia. Both have several ghost stories in the areas. Yes, they do. Um, They so do. I so want to visit Savannah someday. Like, I want to go there. Like, someday when we make enough money off of Patreon, we're going to take those earnings and just go on a witchy trip the two of us is gonna be great a witchy road trip honestly because there's so many places right just like hit all the places i feel like a lot of like the historical witchy or like ghostly places Mm -hmm. a lot of it is just on the east coast i think just because that's where that shit all went down um it's where i was just was gonna say A lot of, well, I mean, all over America, really bad stuff has gone down, yeah. but the majority of the colonization is in, in the early, area. yes, yes, in the East there. Um, any little things for daily witch stuff when you're just too fucking busy? Um, listen, I feel you like you the witch that has been so busy and like misses doing her witchy stuff but like life just gets in the way and you want to uphold this kind of image of you know like oh doing a card pool like every day or every other day and get being on top of like you know sabbats and all of that and um i would definitely say like have some grace for yourself and it could be as simple as just like a one card pull for me. That's how I'm getting back into it. So this year has been very busy for me, not only with wedding planning, buying a house, moving into said house, adopting a cat, <laughs> just all, all these different things. Um, 
and just other life stuff too, other personal life stuff. Um, it's been an interesting shift and I haven't felt like I've been in my witchy groove for a while. And so actually just earlier this week, I'm like, you know, I just need to do one little thing that doesn't take very long. And for me, that's doing a one card pull. Like, it's just like, what is a message that I need for today or that something that I need to carry with me for just today? And it can be either from my tarot deck or it's from, oh my gosh, one of my favorite Oracle decks, the um, Roots and Wings uh, deck. Mm-hmm. Oh, just gorgeous. Um, that's always like my healing deck. Like when I feel like I need to do like emotional, spiritual healing, I go to that. And then when I feel like I need some tough love, I go to my tarot. <laughs> but um yeah start there that's like that's that's my advice just because that's what I'm personally doing to get back into it into my practice yeah I also always recommend I think consider what you consider what you consider to be witchy Mm. um yeah because I've I was in a rut for a while and realized that one of the like most witchiest things I can do is in non-witchy terms is just take care of myself. Mm. Um, learn to check in with myself. How am I feeling? What do I need? Um, staying on top of, of my hydration, my sleep, make sure I'm eating enough because I'm, you're, you're, you're not a witch if you, if you don't take care of yourself. And I don't mean that in like, if you're stopped taking care of yourself, you're not a witch. I mean that in like, you're you, you have to take care of yourself just to be alive and be human and live your best life. And, um, it's kind of like that face mask on the airplane, put it on yourself before you start going into some of your witchier out there things. Those are not the words I would choose to use if I had more time to think about it, but, um, that that's that would be my advice and what I do. No, you didn't ask advice. You asked what we do. Um, <laughs> um but I, that's what I do. I love this this comment. Um, my tarot card reading last night gaslighted me. I was doing a deep dive of journaling <laughs> and trauma, and they told me I was holding on to childish emotions. Excuse me. <laughs> Honestly, though, it is is hilarious when that kind of thing happens. Um. I've had that happen so many times where I just am looking for insight. And sometimes when I turn to tarot over that, it is because I'm looking for a particular answer. And then when you pull a card, that's like, we know what you're looking for. And it's not the answer you want. I'm like, damn it. Okay. I get it. And I don't know about you, but I think, you know, when you have so many different decks and if you use them, you know, repeatedly, I personally start kind of getting to know like the personality of my deck more or less. <laughs> Hence why mm-hmm. I'm like, I know that like my golden thread tarot deck, like it does not fucking sugarcoat. It really mm-hmm. calls me out on my bullshit. It gives me also kind of like curveballs, things that I wasn't even thinking of consciously. Like, hey, like you're ignoring this. Um, whereas my roots and wings one is very like, it's going to be okay. Listen, just 
focus on your breath. The breath is what connects you to your body and you have to be balanced and this and that. And more like overarching like life lessons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I have um, another tarot deck that's very, very different from my golden thread because the golden thread is very much inspired by the Rider Waite Smith deck. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it has like a little, it's its own remix, obviously, but um, it's very much inspired from that. So the depictions are very similar. Whereas my Fleuro tarot deck by um, Bowerbird Atelier, um, it's based on the Victorian language of flowers. So mm-hmm. it's a different flower or herb or plant. And while that one, you know, it's a, it's a tarot deck. Each card carries a similar meaning to like the, the Rider Waite Smith. Um, that one tends to, like, while my Golden Thread focuses on like earthly comforts or creature comforts or like my wealth, or it, it doesn't focus too much on like emotional stuff. It's very like it feeds my 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 Earth sign totally. Mm-hmm. It feeds my Capricorn sign. Um, this Fluoro deck kind of is somewhere in between my Oracle deck and that golden thread deck where it can cut through or it can kind of like be a little gentle. I kind of see it as like my, like a grandmother, you know, they're Mm -hmm. still maternal, they're still nurturing, but they don't have like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. My grandma. Well, I guess it depends on who your grandma was like. But um, when I fucked up my hair, she was like, well, honey, that's what happens when you do your hair. It's <laughs> like, OK. It's really sweet. But yeah, I like that about our tar- about tarot decks. I've recently started using more often my demon tarot decks. Oh, how's that, that going? Is the, it's the tough love deck. It's the. Actually, I we did that for our. Um, patreon followers last week Mm -hmm. something i was testing out um that i think will become more regular is doing the three card reveal thing um but i like it because it's it's it is it's like tough love it's kind of it's more it's you're more likely to get a response of like you might be the problem (laughs) this is how you can handle it you you often are (laughs) (laughs) i often am the problem (laughs) And I just I have, I like that approach of of uh, accountability. So yeah. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. There's I definitely have some decks though that I haven't had the time to really connect to, but I'm looking forward to. So um, one of my favorite decks, as far as like the concept and the visualness of it, is the um, uh, the practical magic oracle deck Hmm. that's right by grounded by the moon yeah and um i love that deck because i'm like oh i love practical magic love that movie but i haven't spent too much time with it um i have a few other oracle decks that have been kind of sitting there waiting for me to kind of bond with them but um oh okay so sarah bear says i think this is in response to like you know what's a witchy thing to do when you're busy um she uh they i don't know i'm gonna say they i like to burn incense and make my morning routine magical yeah that's nice 
I think it's something like really simple about that. Yeah, I think it's really knowing yourself and doing something that you know is going to be very easy, like make it easy for yourself. Mm-hmm. What's something that you know you can do every day, every other day? Like, what's that thing that you're like, you know, I think we all have an image of like what we would like our practice to look like. Right. Um, and we often don't ask ourselves like, okay, but what is actually like very feasible for me right now right. in the moment? Um, so it's going to, I think, depend person to person. Um, let's see. This other person says, I live in a historic village that is the hometown of the Jersey Devil. It's a great story, creepy, and the home is still there along with the grave from the 1600s. That's fun. That's a good, but that would be, we've never cut through that, have we? No, that would be a great episode for our spooky episodes. Oh, back to, uh, back to the uh, easy, easy witchiness, I'm going to call it. Even a shower can be turned into a ritual by just playing some mm-hmm. music and using a shower steamer. That's yeah, so true. Even just being in the water, depending on who you are. <clears throat> oh, hello from our fellow Christian Green Witch. Hello. See, we exist. We're out there. <laughs> Honestly, I think there's a lot of you. <laughs> there's a lot more of you than I ever thought. Um, yeah. So many Christian witches have reached out to us in feeling, you know, comfort in, in being represented, which I'm very humbled and honored to do. So really, really looking forward to just working on that Christian witches episode for for them and for other people who are like intrigued, because I know some people are mm-hmm. like, OK, but I don't get it. Like, what is it even right. about? Like, what does that look like? So mm-hmm. definitely looking forward to that. Um, so, yeah, we have um, in the year ahead, we have some exciting things that are in the works. As far as like people that we want to feature on our episodes, we have some one or two authors slated. I, I always love those episodes where we get to connect with witchy yeah. authors and because one of the questions I think that's most popular for new witches when they reach out to us is like asking for resources. Mm-hmm. And my, you know, our favorite answer is just like <laughs> Google. But, you know, there's something about just having like a physical a book, bu- a book yeah. to go by. Um, and there are some amazing authors out there like Veronica Varlow. Um, there are, you know, there are others that have written some good stuff. Um, we're actually looking forward to featuring the author of Witchcraft Cocktails. And she wrote a yes. second um, book that I think, I believe is, is called Moon Magic and Mixology. Or Mixology mm-hmm. and Moon Magic. I might be flipping Something it. with those two things. Yeah. Yes, yes. Exactly. I am from St. Louis, Missouri. We have the Lamp Mansion. The Lamp Mansion. Oh, the Lamp Mansion. I did that. I did it. Yes, you did do that. I don't remember when. Not that long ago, right? Yeah, it was like a month ago. Maybe less, maybe more. I don't know. I, but yeah. Time and me have 
we don't exist on the same plane anymore. <laughs> I don't know what time is. It doesn't exist. Oh. I actually, I didn't even realize. Like when I first put the notice up for this, I was like, Wednesday the third. Yesterday was the third. Today yes. The I just, I, I had no clue. I had no clue. I was Gavin, like, that is, that's not right. Gavin like yelled at me. He's like, Wednesday. What do you say? He's like, Wednesday is the fourth, Maria. And I'm like, what? I like, because you posted that. I'm like, I didn't even know you posted that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, the pose. I think you put it up. <laughs> and I, for me, he's just like yelling at me that Wednesday is the fourth. And I'm like, <laughs> Excited for you, bud. That's great. <laughs> I love that that happened in that way and you don't really question it too much. Just and I'm like, like okay. Gavin, okay. Yeah, he saw that I was like confused. He's like, the post on Instagram for the new witches. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not the only one with that account, man. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that was me. And then I had to, I like re- fix it, repost it. I was like, shit, what do I do? Do I take down the original? I guess I'm going to take down the original and I panicked, but yeah, that's been my brain. Ooh, another Christian witch, a cozy cottage Christian witch slash bruja. Hello. Um, in fact, should we do some card pulls? Yeah, we can do that. I have, n- I have to go get some. Yes. You I th- can do some. I can do some. Okay, great. I, um, I, if I get, I will, I will have to, I have a very specific setup right now where I'm like, I have my, a pillow on my lap and then my lap desk and then the laptop and I'm on my bed. And then I have the, the phone, which I'm holding manually with my hand because <laughs> I lost my arm that like holds uh-huh. the iPhone, the little stand thing. Um, and then I have this so I can do it. It'll just take some effort. How about. Do you have a card with you? No. Do you have to get it or no? I'd have to get up and get it. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay. like buried right. under equipment pretty much is what I'm I saying. Will, I will babysit if you want to go first. Okay. And I'm going to bring my oracle switch. deck. I'm going to bring the, the oracle deck that I, talk about, that I talked about because the art is just sure. so beautiful and I'm feeling like people need some healing because, well, have you read the news? Anyways, I'll be back. I've read the news. Shit sucks, to be perfectly honest. Um, I wish it was easier to move countries. Um, it's my job to entertain you guys. What would you like me to say? All I can see is a previous comment saying, I started your series a week ago. Sorry. I don't know why you would be sorry. That sounds really exciting. I'm glad you just started. Uh, If you are starting from the beginning, just know that Maria has always been here. She started with Melanie. Melanie left after, I forget how many episodes, a couple months or so. Um, And then I joined. So you will initially hear somebody else's voice. And then me. Unless you're just going crazy and jumping all over the place. I feel like that's a fun way to listen sometimes. 
me see if I can actually look at other. Oops, no. I guess as a guest, I'm not allowed to look at all the comments. How sad. Can I at least see who's watching? Oh, ouch. I'm back. Oh, I can. Just getting Yay. settled again. Oh, Connor, thank you. I am too. I'm not <sighs> leaving. Ever. Now I'm like breathless. Hello. Hi. <sighs> I ran. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go get mine then. Okay. Tiger, I'm it. Oh no. <laughs> she was. Oh, 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 that's why the apology. Oh, I'm. No, don't worry about it. I'm sorry. What did you do, Laura? Somebody, I leave you for somebody... like a minute. <laughs> no, I. They said I just started a week ago. I'm sorry. And I didn't. Because I can't scroll, I can't see all the comments. Oh, I can can't? only see like the last like three things, like even when people join. Yeah. So, so and then someone else explained that she apologized because she mentioned she was the one who mentioned the mansion. Oh. So, it's cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't see it. I'll be right back, though. All right. Now you're stuck with me. Um, so I just want to talk about this Roots and Wings deck. I'm going to, this is an Oracle deck. Um, it has 63 cards. I'm just going to show you the little booklet it comes with. And the artist, the creator of this beautiful piece of work is Kat Riles. Reels? Riles? Let me show you. Roots and Wings. Kat, is it focusing? Kat Riles. Definitely check her out. Um, I believe she has, what's her Instagram handle? Anyways, um, there are all these different like watercolor paintings. Like if you love nature and I just, I don't know, they're just, they're so gorgeous. Um, it's very high quality deck too. Like you can tell, it's like it has like a nice, nice feel to it. Um, did you grab your, you got your, your demons? <laughs> I got my collection. Nice. Nice. I think my two favorites have been the demons mm -hmm. and then the uh, Viking Oracle. Ooh. Oh, I like the question just came in for you. And I like oh, Maria, it. how do you incorporate your Dominican roots? into your craft. I am Dominican and have been trying to find ways to incorporate it in my crafts for my and for my ancestors. Um, yes. So for me, it's having um, some like Dominican pieces in my home and on my altar. Um, and by pieces, I mean like whether that's like traditional artwork or decor um for me i have if you're dominican you probably know but i have one of those like ceramic dolls without a face and it's with like the el tipico like cost like dominican costume um that sounds creepy is it a creepy thing i know she's so she sounds creepy no she's she's cute it's just that 
it's like these ceramic dolls. They all have this particular style and how they're molded, and they just all are always faceless. Like the, it's just no face. It's it's just more about, I don't know. It's like this pretty figurine. So I have this figurine, um, and for my ancestors, I definitely have like photos of them. Um, I also have this beautiful little tray. It's like made out of resin, and it has these broken shells that are from Dominican Republic so it's like they broke all these shells and then they put it in a tray mold for the resin Mm -hmm. and so you can see all of that uh, all of the little shells Um, and then it also represents my water for my altar Um, I wish I had like more Dominican-ness the most Dominican thing I think is just connecting with my my ancestors but then even they had very diverse backgrounds like my great grandfather, um, even though he spent most of his life in Dominican Republic, he was Lebanese um, and immigrated from Lebanon as a little boy. My grandfather was Puerto Rican, so just our next door neighbor in the Caribbean. Um, but yeah, Wait, so those so you're are Puerto Rican too. Yeah, so I always forget that. I, I guess I'm. I, mean, technically... I know how that works, but like I'm I'm a quarter I'm a quarter Puerto Rican. Yeah. Um, That's cool. but he moved to Dominican Republic with my grandma when they got married. It was very like my big fat Greek wedding. My great grandfather was like, I bought you a house. And they're like, oh, my God. And he's like, it's next to mine. <laughs> <laughs> Literally on the same like complex on my property. I built you a home on my property. <laughs> um, I like that. I wish that was more common or like that you're able to do that. I know not everyone would like that to be close to their family, but yeah, I like the idea. I mean, I definitely had to get out of my parents' house, but I am very glad that I'm only 15 minutes away from them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's nice. Um, Ooh, another Puerto Rican. Hello. Um, on the original question, Nila questioner. Um, she says, okay, nice. Thank you. My parents are there now going to ask them to bring me some stuff. Perfect. Yes. Like, and there's just like so many different things. Um, if you like to do any kitchen magic using maybe traditional Dominican dishes, there's so many like awesome spices, maybe asking for them to bring back some spice from Dominican Republic and then using that in your cooking. So not just like decor pieces, but you can also, I mean, like the food is just so, you know, like, you know, just like make a cocido, but make it like a magical cocido, you know, as you're yeah. frying your tostones, just I don't know, do some magic. <laughs> that, like, I'm not yeah. talking to you. I'm talking to Mila here. <laughs> oh, okay. Laura, you have a question. I've just found my way back to this path and was curious what is the best way to learn about Norse pagan Ooh, um I would say the best way especially in today's world is to first learn to be really discerning um and I would start looking into books somewhere I do actually have a list of was it a google doc maybe of um authors to avoid <laughs> when it comes to I don't think it was just witching maybe Norse pagan too mm-hmm. books ideally but you want to avoid the racist ones 
Mm. And that can be hard to know at first. Um, maybe I'll, I'll, sh I'll, I'll put something together and I can share it. Um, but I would look into some books, look into runes, uh, just Norse history. Doesn't even have to be witchy, just the history. Um, Scandinavian history, I should say. Um, Icelandic history, even. And go on YouTube. I think that was one of my favorite sources because you can really see the intent behind what a lot of people share and how they share it. And you can better make up your mind as to what kind of source they are, especially for you and your values. Um, so yeah, that's what I would recommend. And it's been a while since we've ta like talked about anything focusing on Norse paganism. Um, so maybe we're due for an episode on it in some form. Yeah. We'll keep that in mind. Oh Who my gosh. talking about marijuana? No, no, no. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> it's not marijuana. It's Mama Juana. Mama Juana is this um, alcoholic drink in Dominican Republic. It's basically, it actually originated from the Taino people, which were the indigenous people of mm, the island okay. of Hispaniola. And they, it's basically like this mix of herbs and barks. It used to be a tea. And then I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe it was when like the Europeans arrived to the island. They're like, this tea is dope, but let's, in, instead of using water, let's use alcohol. <laughs> so it's a mix of barks and spices and herbs. Um, some people also, and you, typically they put like rum in it. Um, some people add like raisins and like some honey into it. But you just kind of let it like infuse and it's just, it's fucking strong. And it was believed by the Taino people to um, increase virility. Like be an aphrodisiac. But really, oh. it's just great at getting your shit face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and like you can often like go and, and, and you can bring back with you like a bottle of basically just like that mix of barks and herbs. So, you can make so that own. you can make it yourself and infuse it. I've actually brought that back for like some of my um, guy friends um, for them to make their own Mama Juana. Um, <laughs> love Mama Juana. There's so many Dominicans and Caribbean people on here. <laughs> I'm so excited. There's been like three different Dominicans, I think. There are four. It would be fascinating to find a way to interact with our Taino heritage. It's so true. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so much of it has unfortunately has been lost because, ugh. Um, but you know, uh, Juliet Diaz is a great person to follow. She's Cuban, but she is um, descended mm -hmm. from the Taino people. And she is a ancestral or like, a, what is it called? A heritage witch. So she actually yeah. learned her witchcraft from her mother who learned it from her grandmother. So she's another great person to follow. Um, but yes, absolutely. Representing the Caribbean over here. I love it. By the way, okay, so back to your thing, Laura, though. Um, since we last recorded, Gavin and I have started watching Vikings. Which one? The original or the, the original. New Vikings? No, 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 no. Okay. The, the original. original. The original. And we are already on season four. <laughs> How did you feel about the entirety of season one into season two? 
It feels like forever ago that we watched it, which isn't actually true. Okay. But um, it because I know that like they originally made it that it was only supposed to be a mini series, so it went by so quick. I really liked it, and I don't want to like say any spoilers in case like there someone... was a thing that happened that infuriated me. I think most people felt that way. I'm was curious. was it? I'm, I don't know. I'm going to type it into the chat. Oh, for the for Simcast? Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Which that was not historical at all. The first part. But the Every, aftermath everything after. is. Yes. Yeah. I was doing some of my oh. research and I'm like, how much of yeah. this is based on history? Because I know that yeah. the central character is a historic, based on a historic person. Right. Um, And yes, both Gavin and I have been, I'm like, dude, you're just such an idiot. Yeah. Like, I love, I love our main character. I love a lot of the characters on Vikings. Uh, but like and every great main character, he's very, he's flawed and I will never forgive him <laughs> for what he did. <laughs> Graham does not. He does not like him. He he stopped really? watching the show because he found him creepy. Uh. <laughs> but the new the Vikings Valhalla Valhalla, mm -hmm. he kind of entertained it. He didn't really like watch it with me because I watched it mainly when he was not around. But that main guy. OK. Oh. So oh. I'm excited for us to get to the Valhalla um, one because it, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, but I have to say, as soon as, we, as soon as we started watching it right away, I'm like, Gavin, you're Floki. <laughs> if Gavin was any character, he would be Floki. <laughs> just like, just a, such a shit disturber, always giggling when no one thinks it's funny. <laughs> So true. Being a little too intense sometimes, but also yeah. kind of doing it while laughing. It's just, anyways. Yeah. <gasps> I'm also watching Moon Knight. I haven't yet. Oh. I'm not allowed to watch it without Graham, but he's working too much, so we don't have time. Zummy thinks we'll that Zummy thinks that they know what we're talking about. Probably do. I think for people who have watched Vikings, you. I it would I would be surprised if you didn't know. I've been waiting. I'm in, I'm in the middle of season four, like right in the middle, because like season four is when they like started making the seasons much longer, like twenty episodes. Mm -hmm. I'm literally right in the middle of it at like episode ten or eleven, and Gowdenair is still holding out hope that he will rectify what he what he did, what he fucked up. <laughs> there's, but there's. How do I put this? There is a scene that eventually comes that's it's sweet. It's sad, but it's sweet. And I don't know if it'll give you satisfaction. I don't know how I felt about it. It was sad. It was sweet. I don't know. That's all I'll say. That's it. That's it. I, I just typed in the chat. And not not in this no. chat here. We have our own private chat. Me and Laura. It's not that. It's not that. Okay. No. 
hit something later. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Moon Knight. Very, very good. Um, highly recommend it. The There were some episodes like recently where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then it, finally everything made sense. I'm like, Jesus, it only took you like four episodes. To... I, but it's very good. I really like it. That's what I've been hearing. I've been wanting to see it. Um, but again, Graham wants to watch it too. And, and speaking of We have of very Moon few Knight, shows that are like ours. Oh, Gavin so. and I are the same. We Our, our taste in TV, does, like the, the Venn diagram where it overlaps is like this small. Oh, we have a lot of similar tastes. He just, he goes through phases and they're really long phases. Mm. And so we went through a long phase where we watched so many shows together. And now he's going through a phase where he never wants to watch TV or a movie. Mm-hmm. He will only watch YouTube. Oh. It annoys me. That's a, um, that's a choice. But that's, that's the phase he's on right now. All so right. he'll, I'll, I watch a lot of things in the background. Nice. Let's do some card pulls, yes? Sure. Let's give the people what they want. You want card pulls, right? Yeah, nobody asked. All right. um, Actually, can I just say, there was a question, I think it may have gotten missed. Someone asked about Norse Pagan Book for kids. Did I miss that? I don't know if I thought it or if I saw it. Well, say it. Say it, girl. There, there, there is, there's actually a page on Instagram that's like Norse paganism for kids. Um, and there's a very cute book out there for kids. I'll have to, I'll find it and I'll share it. Um, cause it's, it's cartoony. It's cute. It's, it's good. Yes. Someone did. Okay, good. Thank you guys. You guys are making me, I, it's not uncommon though, that I will think I saw something when I just thought it, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll share that book then. Okay, so if you would like a card pull from my Roots and Wings deck, comment with a with a yellow heart. Okay, what happens if they put up a blue heart? Well, then what's your emoji going to be <laughs> if they want like your deck? Oh, I don't know. Okay, how about, because I've got two going here. Uh, if you want a demon card, how about a red heart? We'll go with hell, right? <laughs> Love it. And um, Vikings, we'll go blue. I like yellow? it. Yeah. I'm yellow. Demons is red. Wants you. If you like the Vikings deck. Um, oh, wow. Okay. You're on. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes, I am. All right. Eat my diamonds. I love that. All right. Here's oh, I be... got one. Eat my diamonds your, once. Your card pull. Demon. Oh, and a Viking. Okay, cool. I got it. Oh, hey. Ooh, okay. You're going to have to go back and go one by one because I I'm am. not going to. I can't see them all. So this is the union card. Um, This, whenever this comes up, this always tells me that um, either you're needing some deep connection it's usually going to be a sentimental or emotional connection. Maybe there's somebody who's come up in your life that you haven't connected with in a while. Maybe you're missing somebody. This is definitely a sign to reach out to them. Um, or that there is somebody on their way that has sentimental value to you that will reenter 
your life. Um, this, as you can see here, there's like this little ring of, of flowers. For me, this always like, this card always feels like um, maybe there's something that you need to make peace with with this person, perhaps. Um, an understanding. So it's not only like a physical union, but an emotional union coming to an understanding together. So that's the one for you. I will go down to Cine Smith. Oh, a lot of hands. Vulnerability. So it's a time for you to really connect to your heart. I feel like a lot of us can be stuck in like the headspace and it's time to come down to the heart space. If you're having issues being vulnerable about something um, or maybe you don't have an issue with vulnerability, but there's something that you've just kind of been pushing aside. Maybe you haven't been, oops, hit my mic. Um, haven't been sharing something that you need to say. Um, don't be afraid. Uh, definitely, you know, reach out to somebody that you trust. Let yourself be vulnerable. Maybe, you know, if there's no one in your life that you want to turn to, journal about it. Just get it out. Take a moment to kind of get centered. Enter that heart space. And I, I feel like there's something that you need to get off your chest or something you need to vent about. So there's that. Primal Switch 85. Ooh, Manifestation. Look at the little bunny. Um, so whenever I, I see this guy, I always think of like um, abundance is on its way. Um, this is a, definitely a time to set your intentions, think about what is it that you want to manifest. Maybe you need to do some sort of manifestation ritual. For me, it would be work doing some sort of uh, ritual with the moon or a spell with the moon. Um, let's see, where are we at? Okay, so we just passed a, a new moon. So we're at a, what is that? Is that a, I can't, sometimes I look at like my watch. I have the watch face where it shows me and I'm like, is that a white? Is it new? I can't see. But anyways, I love this card. This guy's super cute. So you can definitely tell, like, you see how, like, this card, this deck has such a, like, a healing, like, nurturing vibe. I just, I love this deck. Um, Neela. Neela710. Let me shuffle this deck around a little bit. Oh, okay. This one is so super cool because this is actually she. So Kat, who um, designed this, actually has some more traditional tarot cards, like inspired cards in this deck. So this one is the star. So the star is always known for a lot of like hope and that time, like when you've gone through a journey that maybe you've struggled, you've put a lot in a lot of hard work. So traditionally in tarot. Um, the star comes after the tower. Tower, very tumultuous. So maybe you've been going through a tumultuous time and um, this is the sign that that will near an end. Um, good times are coming. And Connor. Let me shuffle for you, Connor. 
Ooh. Blind. I know some of them like <laughs> don't worry. This it one looks like they're putting their hands like behind. Or they're like doing like this. I know it's like that, but it looks like it's coming from behind. It yep. So this is a card that says there's something you're not seeing. And you may be getting in your own way. So as you can see, the person, they can't see because their own hands are in front of them. That's keeping them in the dark about something. Um, so this is always a call to be a little more open-minded. Um, maybe take a, a beat to be reflective. Is there anything that you've been putting off? Anything that you've been in denial about? Definitely reach in because the key to seeing what you need to see is actually in you. Like you, ha you are your own solution. Just put your hands down. Just put your hands down. Just take them down. What is this peekaboo? <laughs> I hope that helps, Maybe. Connor. Um. Okay. Shayalatanaf. I'm sorry. I can't pronounce your username very well. But Shay something. Ooh. Unfamiliar territory. Are you feeling like a fish out of water? Have there been any recent challenges that you're facing that you haven't faced before? Know that this is where we grow. We have to be uncomfortable, for, uncomfortable for first before we can do that sort of growth. Um, it might seem scary. Sometimes we feel like it's overwhelming, like it won't end. It is everything is temporary. So this discomfort is temporary. Own this time as an opportunity to learn and grow. All right. Akualia. 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 Ooh, intuition. A bear. A bear. Um, so intuition, this is kind of like very clear. Tap into your intuition. The bear always kind of represents a certain wild side, I think. I think it's like stripping down kind of everything that you might think you know, everything that's kind of clouding what you see and what you're feeling, what you're understanding. So get down to that like raw self or that heart space that I was like talking about earlier. Um, do some intuition exercises. Maybe it's time to try some meditation, do some journaling um, to this is basically a call for you to try to tap into that gut feeling, like really listen to your gut. What is it telling you? And the last one for me until Laura, you get it. La mariposa. La mariposa. I'm just going to call you la mariposa. You know who you are. My fellow Dominican. Pretty sure. From earlier. Hope. So... From the darkness, we reach up and we reach to the sun. So hope is on the horizon. Um, 
This is a great sign that good things are on their way. Um, this card is, I always love when, when like you, so this deck is called the roots and wings. So whenever there's a wing, I always feel like it's things that are a little more fantastical. Like this is like the time to dream anything that you've been maybe putting in the back burner that you're like, oh, well, like, let's be more practical. I'll deal with that later. Like, this is the time to look forward to something new. And it's telling me that whatever sort of like endeavor that you're dreaming of taking on, that you will find success in. You'll find some good things. All right. On to you, Laura. That was a lot for me. A lot of talking. And what me. was my heart? Okay, so the next one is, now eat my diamonds. She wanted a red heart, so that's the demon deck. The demon deck, okay. And I will say, I'm still learning my demons. So if I do consult my book, it just know that. <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I do shuffle my decks uh, differently than most people, it seems like. I usually shuffled my deck that way, but I don't have a, a good surface. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have Sabbath. You can see. So obviously that comes from the Sabbath's gathering of witches for rituals or celebration. Now, this particular demon, she doesn't come up too frequently. Um, this would usually indicate a, a call to finding some sort of, um, like it says, ritual or ceremony for yourself. Uh, could be that you need to uh, focus on your routine or, um, and by routine, this would be a routine specifically you based. This is not based on, um, I said Judas Priest because that's where my username. Oh, that's right. Sorry. As I'm reading her thing, I see she wrote, I said Judas Priest because that's where my username came from. I get it now. Um, Focus on yourself. Focus on your rituals for yourself. This is your routine for your everyday, um, or not everyday, but day-to-day -day life, as well as kind of what we mentioned earlier on of how do you still stay witchy. Start your day with something witchy, end your day with something witchy, um, but make it a ritual that you do regularly. And again, it's for you. It's not for anybody else. All right, next is Jess8923. She gave a blue heart for the Vikings deck. A blue heart. Blue heart and blue hair. Yeah. I have this thing when I shuffle my cards. I know I'm done when they all come together nicely. If they like have resistance, mm. I'm not done. So this one, I don't get to pull as frequently. It's Fenrir. 
Oh, the wolf. See that. The wolf. So Fenrir, if you don't know, was a um, child of Loki. Fenrir was the one who was foretold would basically kill people in Ragnarok. So Mm -hmm. they kind of came together and uh, decided that he needed to be controlled. Tyr made the... He stepped up and was... He basically... I'm trying I'm trying not to get into too much history, but they chained Fenrir to help avoid him killing in Ragnarok. He bit off Tyr's arm as kind of a sign of he had he had to put his arm in Fenrir's mouth while they chained him as a sign of good faith because they didn't want him to know that's what they were doing. Obviously it's what they did. In the end he broke free. He did some killing. Um but Fenrir whenever this one comes up, which I said I rarely pulled this card, so it's kind of it's, I like that I got to pull that. Um, this would be a sign of two things. One, be aware of people trying to hold you down or holding you back. Be aware of things that could be happening behind your back or even in front of your face. Someone could be trying to do something um, while seemingly being really nice about it that's actually not in your benefit. Mm. Um, and so... I would recommend using your own strength to avoid that. Um, Whether that is, you know, just being aware of it happening or um, boundaries. I would say in a more modern world, think of boundaries and um, make sure you're upholding them with everybody in your life. Ooh, I love that. All right, next is Andra B with a red heart. Demons. So remember my own hearts? Hearts didn't like that one. (laughs) Ooh, I love the Vikings deck. I love that deck too. It's one of my favorites. I have another one that's kind of Vikings- themed but i don't like it as much as i like this one. Ooh, mark i can't say his name right markok markokis you can see that card itself reads that this is once the angelic order of dominions now a marquee of hell with 36 military units under his command i love that about these about this deck <laughs> how frequently it's like they command this many Blah, 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 blah. Um, so this would be. Ah, yes. Yeah, so this would indicate that. If you can't tell, that's a wolf with wings. It looks um, like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> you want to beware of false hope, basically. Um, I like to think of it as as a wolf having that strong sense of scent of being able to sniff things out as hopeful as you may be, or as you may be with the ability to maybe fly still a wolf. Um, what is the name of the demon deck? The diamond tarot. Diamond. 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 Um, beware of false hope. Just keep a level head. You have abilities to to do multiple things 
um, maybe whatever it is that you're really hopeful for is something that is still attainable and can happen, but don't feed into false hope and don't let others try to bolster that. Things will still turn out how they're meant to be. Um, and it still may be in your favor, but be reasonable. That's what that card would mean. On the Moonlight Path has a blue heart for Vikings deck. And for anyone joining us, um, it's a yellow heart for my Roots and Wings deck, a blue heart for the Vikings deck from Laura, or a red heart for the Demon deck from Laura. Trying to do this the standard way. Ah. <laughs> oh. Wrong way. <laughs> oh my god, I keep dropping. Are you okay? I just uh, keep so dropping my phone. We have Valkyries. So Ooh. Valkyries come up when um I love it. It's just it's honestly it's a sign of strength. It's you are strong and you are surrounded by others who are strong and have your back. Um so utilize that when whatever situation you're in, if there is something that's going on in your life, you've got it. You've got others around you who can also help you call on them. Um, Valkyries are really cool beings in that they, they, they kind of serve under command of Odin, pulling warriors from the fields, the chosen ones, um, and can appear as ravens, crows, um, picking and that's if you can't tell there is a bird with her there so if i see crows things like that i will often think of the valkyrie and to me it's just it's a sign of strength and especially in times like this a sign of sisterhood mm. um oh yes i think and sisterhood being all-encompassing anyone who identifies as part of the sisterhood mm -hmm. um so know your strength and call on all on those around you. All right. Um, Kyle Arthurs, Kyle E. Arthurs, also a blue heart for Viking. Card pulls, card pulls. This is the waiting music for card pulls. <laughs> oh. Thor. Ah, with Thor, his red hair. Thor's, with his red hair, because he's a redhead. Just. I know that because know of that. Laura now. I just <laughs> dropped it again. So Thor is a sign of strength, another sign of strength, but this is more of a bullheaded strength. Mm. Um, meaning. I, like honestly the best depiction that I think most people would know is in the first Thor movie where he takes his cup and throws it down saying another <laughs> yes. just that kind of mentality but with strength um there's this this idea of of being quick to anger maybe and kind of acting on impulse um not dissimilar to an Aries um but there's such strength there. And if you just harness it, just like Marvel gets this a little bit wrong, but um, the real Mjolnir that Thor has, it's not because he's worthy that he can wield it. He has, he has gauntlets that he wears. 
that allow him to to hold it. So there is a worthiness, sort of, but just in, in something he has, something practical. Um, so it's a strength you can absolutely wield. Um, just try to remember to be smart about it. Don't start swinging your hammer around willy-nilly. Uh, have an aim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Aqualia also has a blue heart for Vikings deck. Soul. So, soul is also the sun. Um, one of my favorite things about Norse mythology is in most mythologies, the sun usually represents male and the moon female, but in Norse mythology, the sun was a woman and uh, the moon was a man, Manny. Mm. Um, what's interesting about soul is that. As Ragnarok was occurring, and there's this, not Fenrir, a different wolf, goes to swallow the sun, the sun give, gives birth to a daughter who ended up surviving Ragnarok and was a new sun. So to me, like within the story of Ragnarok, that was kind of the ultimate symbology of starting a new cycle. And so when I see soul come up, that's usually what it means. It's indicative of either getting ready for or you're in the process of um, beginning a new cycle and it's still got that power of the sun. So it's really powerful. It's the fucking sun. So can we <laughs> say that? We can say that on live. Yeah. Instagram live. Yeah. Um, I would assume so. Maybe we're like bleeped out automatically. I don't know anymore. I don't know. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so this would mean to me that yeah, you either something new is happening, is going to happen. Um, don't stress about it at all. It's something that's meant to happen. It's it'll be totally fine, and it'll be a new cycle of another a great amazing thing. All positive. All right. Um, La mariposa blue. Oh, the Viking deck is getting very popular. I like the Viking deck. The demon deck almost is harder to do card pulls with because there are multi layers to it. It's not just knowing the demon. I feel like I don't. There's there's a lot more to it. The Viking deck's a little bit more intuitive. Ah, the Norns. Hmm. So the Norns come. They come up. It can mean a couple different things. One, it could be to uh, for you yourself should be looking into something intuitive, um, doing your own card pulls or just journaling, um, being mindful, looking inward. It could also mean that whatever is going on for you right now is either faded um, or is, in, is, is being written. So it could be that there's something really important happening or simply that... Um, I mean, honestly, either way, I would start looking into your own intuition because even if something big is happening right now, you might want to tune in so that you are embracing whatever it is. Because um, when it comes to your own life, when something big happens, you don't always know that it's something big. Kind of like 
when you meet your spouse for the first time. Like you hope it's something big, but like you don't look at it as like, oh my God, this life-changing thing. But it's certainly in the long run, you realize it kind of was, right? Because it it's a big event. So I don't know. That That's what this means to me is look inward. I think something's probably happening for you right now that's important. All right. Idaho Medusa, also Blue Heart. Oh, wow. Freya. Oh. So Freya comes up in a number of ways. Um, she is one of those that has a counterpart but doesn't have a counterpart. There's the whole Freya versus Frigg. Um, are they the same? Are they different? A lot of people believe she's the same. And she goes from everything from goddess of magic, love, war, to wifely duties, essentially. <laughs> um, when I see her, though, that's kind of the ultimate. I don't want to say divine feminine because that really doesn't touch on it in the right way. This is a fully empowered woman who... She's. It seems that she is a goddess of everything, and so that would you indicate to me that you have an energy around you right now that is all encompassing, that is drive, it's passion, it's um, it's direction. So whatever you have going on in your life, if you don't already feel it, I would call on that. Um. Because she usually, I mean, she's there. She's always ready. She's ready to fight. She's ready to seduce. She's ready to, she had quite a reputation, if you don't know, among the gods. She kind of slept with everyone. <laughs> um, but, like, it was no big deal. She, to me, is, is major fe female empowerment. Um, again, another card, I think, very fitting for what's going on right now. Oh, so, yeah. girl power. Girl power. Okay. Oh, eat my diamonds. My best friend just moved in with me after 16 years of not living in the same city to leave a whole... Oh, I pulled the union card for you, right? Well, yeah, there it is. Okay. Love your ring. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. Oh, and I pulled uh, intuition for... Akualia. I've been seeing bears and working with my ancestors. OMG, I literally had Anubis present himself at work, wanting to remind me to get into my practice and best at to heal my dark feminine. Ooh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, do, 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 absolutely amazing. Lots of thank yous. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Ringo the dog makes seven. Red Heart, the demon. Ooh, okay. The demon deck. 
oh, that was a hard. They don't want to go together. <laughs> Let me do that another. This Duke of Hell, Flavros. That's a fun name. <laughs> a rat-looking man. Uh, so he's a grand general with 20 military units under his command. He takes the form of a leopard, and even in human guise, his eyes are full of fire. Oh. Um, I actually, I need to refresh this one. I got this one in a reading not that long ago, and there's a, there's a, um, a spread that I use that's like six cards. Um, oh, fuck. That's right. Okay. So <laughs> this one is, depending on what's going on in your life, you have, you have unlikely allies in whatever it is. Mm. So this is an indication that you have help in whatever's happening. Um, or not, maybe it feels like nothing's happening. Whatever's going on in your life, there is someone in your life that you would not expect would be on your side for whatever it is. And that could be someone that's a total surprise or someone that um, is only maybe just kind of like, really? Like that? Really? Um, I, if I were you, I would... Keep a lookout for that. Look to see who's around you and see if you can tell what their intentions are. And if need be, ask. Um, because this, <laughs> I remember now, because the, this kind of image, like I said, is a, it, I know it's a leopard, but it looks like a little rat man. <laughs> it really Like does. in the corner, like <laughs> ready to come out and do something. And I remember thinking that's exactly what that feels like is, they're there for you. It doesn't seem like it. <laughs> Can you imagine being Cinderella and this is the, the rat that comes to like <laughs> with your dress? But like that's that's what this card is. Um, so good for you. You have someone out there, but yeah, find out who that is because you'll wanna get close with them. All right. Eat my diamonds, blue heart for the Vikings deck. Ooh, Yera, 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 however you say it. Let's see, that's gorgeous neon. So this is indicative of a new cycle. Um, a new harvest, I think, is probably the closest actual translation to what it means. Um, whatever is surrounding this new cycle for you. Something has come to a close. Whatever you have put in leading up to this is what you can expect for the new cycle. So similar to um, if you were to be starting new crops, whatever work you put into the ground, if you just left your ground to do nothing, yeah, you might you'll might have a good crop. Who knows? Might be surprised if it's good or bad. Um, but whatever work you've been doing this year or what, however long this period is before what's new that is going to be 
important for what's to come. Um, and most likely whatever it is you have been putting in work. Um, so if you are worried that your hard work won't pay off, this indicates that it will. Ringo the dog makes seven. Finally, a yellow heart again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My turn. You get to take a, a, a break, Laura. Oh, perfect. But not for long, I think. I think people are really digging your Viking stack. So for anyone just joining, yellow for my um, Roots and Wings deck and red for the Demon deck, blue heart for Vikings deck. Um, Ringo, the dog makes seven. You got held. This card has a lot of different layers to it, but pretty much what comes down to it is... You may be in a time in your life, you may be feeling like you're a little lonely. Uh, maybe there is some sort of detachment, whether it's you're detaching from others or you're trying to reach out, but others are detaching from you for whatever reason. Um, note that the person in the card, they're being held not by somebody else, but by themselves. So this card is definitely, definitely a call for, this is self-love, this is self-compassion. Um, even if you're feeling lonely, take time to love yourself. Make sure that you'd spend time to feel held in that. Uh, a, a thing that I love, that I, that I learned, that I love from like my own therapy, is thinking of yourself and if being a parent to yourself. So have a moment to like sit and how would you speak to yourself if you were your father or your mother? How would you want to be talked to or loved on and give that to yourself? That love is already there within you. So even though things may feel dark, you see how these roots are emerging from this person's shadows, you may be feeling some sort of darkness in this time. Um, but know that from that, you can take that experience and hold yourself and surround yourself with things that ground you. Um, so definitely just have some self-forgiveness. Give yourself that love that you have that power to love yourself and comfort yourself. So that's that card. Um, I hope that helps, Ringo. And let's see. Do I have any other requests? Purple heart. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's probably just heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. We have some more yellows. Okay. Kyle E. Arthur. Whoa. Hold on. My cards got all out of whack. Very difficult to shuffle in a different way suddenly, but doing it for you guys. Ooh, community. So this one, these cards are often like very self-explanatory, but um, this is basically that you need to draw strength from your village, from your people, your tribe, whether that's your family, 
your chosen family, your friends. This is a time to lean into those bonds that you have. Um, this is a time of togetherness. This is a time to connect whether you have similarities or differences. You're not on a solo journey. You do not walk alone and know that you are stronger together with your community. Um, let's see. Jess, 8923. Ooh, we got blind again. I touched on this. Connor got this earlier. But um, this is usually indicative of something you may be in denial about. It's definitely, you know, there's a lot of like very lovey-dovey kind of, you know, touchy-feely cards here. This one is always kind of feels very a stark contrast to the other themes in the cards. It is a bit of a warning, but don't be too alarmed. So the person is blind to something in this card. However, they're blinded by their own hands, which means that you are your own answer to seeing the truth. Um, this is something that you're choosing not to see, that you're definitely in denial about. Perhaps you need to look at a situation with a new perspective. Um, so there's that. Let's see if there's anyone else. Idaho Medusa. I'll shuffle for you now. I think Graham might be home. <laughs> I think you might be home too. <laughs> All right, Idaho Medusa, you got seasons. Seasons come and go. They're always changing. Winter never lasts forever. Summer never lasts forever. This is all about cycles. This is about change. Whether you're going through your own transformation or you feel like things are in flux, embrace the change. Know that this is just a part of life. Nothing is ever really permanent. Um, and know that this change is something that was inevitable. It's, and it's natural. So definitely accept whatever this is and know that it's maybe it's something that's coming to an end and there's going to be a new beginning, a new season for you and your life and your lessons learned. Okay. Let's see if there's any other. Oh, Zummy requests um, the Viking deck. With the blue heart. Zummy, you got it. This is fun. We should do card pulls more often. I know. Yebo. Yebo. Multiple pronunciations. So this one I like because it is, the rune itself is, is the X looking one. And that's the equal X, not the, 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 one that indicates a bad time. Um, this is a partnership. It is a quite literally gift. So this would mean whatever you give, you get. 
um, if you think of it as like a constant, I, as we're, I think we've mentioned several times now, a cycle, it's a cycle between you and another where it's constantly moving back and forth. Um, and that can mean that either you have somebody in your life that you should be recognizing, is that for you? Um, or it is an indication that um, you need more of that. Either there isn't someone in your life yet, you need to find that, or, and this isn't just romantic, it can be anybody in your life. Um, maybe you need to recognize that you have that with somebody and put that effort in. Um, sometimes this will come up, you know, in doing like a relationship reading where things are feeling off. And this is usually a call to even that out in, in whatever way um, that that's just something's out of balance. But sometimes this also comes up to show that things are in balance and that whatever it is, is very healthy. Um, so you'll have a better idea of which of those two it is. Um, but I think no matter what, it's a good thing to keep in mind, even if it's not of the relationship you're thinking of, I think any relationship in your life, it's a good thing to keep in mind, the, the give and take. Awesome. Um, it seems like those are all of our requests for card pulls. Yes. We hope that you guys um, enjoyed this live stream of our recording. I feel like this episode might be like get maybe get a little boring here towards the end with all these card pulls for anyone listening on the <laughs> podcast. We apologize, but this is how we decided to celebrate our two year anniversary of the podcast. Um, yeah, we just wanted to celebrate with you guys. Honestly, I mean, yeah. Um, I actually want to do a spread for you, Laura, if you would like. If you're I open was to just it, doing my deck, I'm like, you're getting a demon card, whether you like it or not. <laughs> I'm here so, for it. Yes, go for it. I'm gonna do so. What's great about this um, deck is it also if you if anyone ever buys it, um, it comes with a what's called the garden spread, which is a spread that the artist and author of this deck created, and there's a placement for the seed, which is um, Ooh, which is. Some a lot of us have that <laughs> this is at the heart of what you are wanting to grow perhaps the card shows the way to view and appreciate it or perhaps it is a reminder of how to begin moving forward the second placement is the soil and the roots this card represents your foundation what you're building upon then there's the sun this is the raw energy for your growth the water um this is this card refreshes and nourishes the journey for growth and what can provide relief along the way. And finally, the weeds. It's the fifth card. This placement is for the card to show you a space where you should be conscious of how it could overtake your journey for growth. So I always love doing this spread. If anyone wants to like just screenshot <laughs> this really quick, if you want to <laughs> do it on your own time, I don't. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to do it for you, Laura. So here we go. Okay. And then you can do whatever sort of spread or pull you want for me with whichever deck you want. I'll, I'll mix it up. Okay. I love it. I love a good mix. I need to start doing that. Whenever I do my readings, it's always just with one deck. I need to like mix it up with several decks because there's some that. That's my, 
my favorite that's honestly someday i'll share the spread but i like to do a mix of like a traditional tarot an oracle and something like the the viking deck or something like that Mm -hmm. um which so many people like that if anyone is interested in in what it is it's called viking oracle and it looks like that Cool. Wisdom of the Ancient Norse by Stacey DeMarco. All right. So, seed, soil, sun. Mm. Give me my seed and soil. Water, Okay. Take my little placement card thingy reminder. Okay. So, Laura, your seed, and we saw this earlier, is community. So this is at the heart of what you are wanting to grow. Whether that's, you know, building current bonds, maybe that you have with people, um, building some more of that emotional intimacy, um, building your chosen family, just connecting with current family. So that is going to be at the heart. And again, as I said earlier, not a solo journey. Strength is in your village. Now, the soil and the roots. um, Duality, which is really cool. So again, this placement represents your foundation. So duality, this is here. Let me see my little card. I don't actually get this. This one doesn't come up for me very often. but it pretty much says it means that you're complex, um, and sometimes <laughs> you're you're complicated. I though. like that. Yeah, you're complex. <laughs> sometimes our desires seem incompatible. Like we might contradict ourselves, um, but we need to accept these overlaps of these contradictions. Find a place where they blend. So it's I mean very much a Venn diagram. You don't have to choose. You can embrace all of your facets. So I think for you, there is definitely, I think this speaks to your resilience and adaptability. So this will be your foundation, a thing to lean on for your journey of growth is your duality. Um, And next is sun so this is the raw energy for your growth and we've seen this already a couple times too blind so how does blind is how is that the raw energy it seems like the driving force of this growth of going towards community leaning into your duality your complexity is 
not being shy of the things that you might usually hide about yourself. What's something that you might be stifling or kind of putting under the rug about yourself and your needs? Are you going after maybe what you want when really you need to identify what you need in this growth? And what's the next placement? Water. So this is what refreshes and nourishes the journey for your growth and can provide relief along the way. And I feel like you'll really like this one because you got Jeff. Oh, I like it. It's not, so pretty. Not to be feared. It, it is a beautiful card. Um, oh, God. <laughs> it's not to be feared. This is, this is about closure. You're going to find relief and peace with finding closure, putting something or someone to rest in your life. Um, it can mean a big change or shift, letting go of something that's holding you back. So this will, this will refresh you. It is refreshing to shut people out of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's what, <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> Bringing back the blind card here. <laughs> oh goodness. And finally, um, the fifth card is weeds. And what you got in the placement for your weeds, and this is things that basically can get in your way in this journey of growth. You got the dreamer. Now, being a dreamer is all great and dandy. However, you have to be careful that you don't lose your balance. This whole deck is very much about balance. Like when you think of roots versus wings, being grounded right. versus taking flight. Um, definitely make sure that you're being grounded. Um, time will come to sit down and basically go towards the direction of your dreams. It might not be right at this moment. It seems that there might be work. So pretty much if this is in your weeds placement, it's telling me you got to walk before you run. You might get a little impatient, but make sure that you stay grounded and, um, and yeah. And that's your, your garden that. spread. I'll do that. I can do it. I still like the idea of closing doors on people. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut. Um, <laughs> close that door. Can't see it. Can't bother me. <laughs> Okay, so I said uh, that I was going to pull a demon card for you. What I can do is I'm going to do kind of a, a modified version of what I do for myself um, where I'll pull a harsh truth. I'll pull something that indicates hope and then the energy to take forward with me. Love. Let's do That's it. Very simple version. So I already pulled the demon card earlier because um, I was shuffling while we were talking and i got azazel um i love that name it's a azazel, cool name right was that the name of the goths on saturday night live i think chris Kattan 
was one of the goths. I can't remember if he was a Zazel or if it was something similar. It was hilarious. I loved it so much. <laughs> but so, okay. So the harsh truth, this is that advice that you don't always want to hear, but is one of the most beneficial things. And Azazel, so back history, um, he was appointed by demonologists as the guardian of the goats for his traditional part in the rite of the scapegoat. Oh. He's shown in this image holding Satan's imperial flag as per John Milton's description. So Azazel really does signify king of the scapegoats. And usually that card comes up when it's it's kind of it's a sign to stop looking for someone else to blame for something mm. um which is always i hate sometimes sh- like i love reading these for myself but like sharing with other people sometimes i'm like oh, this isn't me this is the cards <laughs> um <laughs> no i know i know i get it, but I get it. <laughs> it's it's stop looking for someone to blame especially in situations where there really isn't anyone to blame mm. things just are what they are and we always want a scapegoat we always want something or someone to pin the blame on and a lot of the times even if it does seem obvious that there's someone or something to blame in the end really nobody's responsible especially because once something's happened it's happened it's done and not everything is something that can then be followed by some sort of recourse of you know you fucked up you got to fix this now um so this is a call more to look at fairness um, and uh, offering uh, equal praises to blame. So if someone messes up, don't let them be the scapegoat. Give them something positive to, to focus on as well. Um, because we've all made mistakes. We've all done something um, that we could be blamed for and it just shouldn't be the focus basically is what the card says so that is the harsh truth now for the viking cards i haven't pulled those yet so i'm gonna do that now i gotta look up that video now I think it's Azazel. I think Chris Kattan was Azazel and he was hilarious <laughs> and he had a funny voice. Okay. So your hope is Freya. Ooh, uh, love. So again, it is, this isn't the energy card. This is, um, while that is your harsh truth of don't, be blaming things on people don't mm-hmm. look for someone to blame freya is um focus on your strengths mm. because you have a lot focus on how many strengths the types of strengths that you have because again remember freya is kind of the goddess of so many different things and they're all over the place she can be loving she can be harsh she can be there she can she can she can just not give a shit um but she knows when to do what and so that is something that i would keep in mind is something that's within you that you can do that you can use um and then the energy 
to kind of embody both of these and to carry you forward. Which I kind of love because as I'm doing this, I'm thinking of like, you've got a big year, you've got your wedding coming. Uh, yes. Starting something new and the energy is uh. the year. So starting a new cycle, everything that you're putting into this right now, leading up to the wedding, to your marriage, really, um, it probably feels very daunting and like a lot of work. Um, but everything that you're putting into it right now, all that work is really going to pay off. And I know, like, we've talked a bit on the podcast, but also just you and me of all the things leading up to, again, not just the wedding, but you and Gavin becoming mm -hmm. a married couple. Mm -hmm. um, you've put a lot of work into things to make sure that everything gets off on the right foot. And that card indicates that you're, you're going to have a great first year of marriage. And I mean, there's I like other the things that. that that would indicate, you know, there's other things too, but. Um, I would just keep that energy in mind of everything that you're putting into everything you're doing right now, even work, um, is going to pay off and it maybe is already paying off, but I like the sound of that. Yeah. I like the sound of that a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And everyone, thank you for joining us. Um, for those listening to the podcast, once it goes live, <laughs> <laughs> um on apple Podcasts or whatever listening platform you're using congrats on making it to the end i know these card pulls might have been a bit hard to pay attention to without like the actual visuals but um right. we appreciate everyone who joined on our instagram live to celebrate with us the two years of the new witches podcast um it's been such an honor to be your hosts and to yes. connect with our listeners the way that we have, to have grown our community, um, our witchy community as well. And um, I will go into our little outro. Um, I will say we there were actually some things we were like, we'll just talk about this and talk about that. And we didn't get to it. No, we didn't. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> screw it. We'll just do what we want because it's our podcast. Um <laughs> But thank you so much for joining. So if you'd like to connect with us on the social meets, I mean, everyone on our Instagram live, you know where to find us, obviously, but you can find us everywhere <laughs> at the new witches. If you'd like to join our Patreon, um, become a member, get some more of us too. If you like us that much, you get exclusive bonus content. You're also added to our close friends list. So you get to see exclusive content on our Instagram stories and you get access to our private Facebook group that's only for Patreon members. Um, so definitely check that out. That's patreon.com slash the new witches. Um, we do have a listener story episode coming up in just like a week and a half. So if you'd mm -hmm. like to submit your story for a future um, listeners episode, you can, there's a few different ways to do that. You can go to our website, thenewwitches.com and go to our contact page. There's a submission form there. You can also email it in directly if you want to get in touch with us there. That's um, thenewwitches at gmail.com. And lastly, you can also call it in. So leave us a voicemail. It just goes straight to voicemail. You don't have to talk to anybody. But you have up to three minutes to leave your story or question in our voicemail box. And the phone number for that is 707-559-8111. 
Um, and please rate and review us on the listening platforms. It really helps us. We love constructive criticism. So if there's something that you think we can work on or improve upon on the podcast, we love to hear it. Um, if you just think we're perfect and give us five stars and say how much you love us, we love that even more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love to see it. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Join us next week. Um, next Wednesday, we have our spooky episode where I will be covering mm -hmm. true crime. Laura has paranormal. Um, and that's the show. Everyone on live, thanks for joining us there on Instagram. Everyone listening, thanks for joining us here as well. Stay witchy. Keep it creepy. Bye. Bye.